We are finally here, Mike, the week of before the OHL season gets underway between the London Knights and the Niagara Ice Dogs, at least from the Knights perspective, their season gets going in just a few days from now and lots to unpack as we lead up to the week of this is episode 71. This is the night shift. Myself, Kyle Grimard, and Mike Stubbs are your hosts, and you can follow us online at Kyle Grimard, G-R-I-M-A-R-D, at Stubbs980. You can follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a couple more preseason games in the books. The final two for the Knights, Mike, uh, some current and former players. Looking ahead to their NHL debuts and getting some run-in in the NHL preseason as well, and a lot to unpack here as we gear up. You bet. And we've got a home-and-home home to begin it against the Niagara Ice Dogs, and that will happen Friday and Saturday. So the week gets going pretty quickly once uh, the final countdown happens. We've had so many countdowns. Countdown <laughs> to training camp, countdown to the preseason, and now finally the countdown to the regular season. I was talking with Sam Dickinson during actual training camp, the scrimmages of training camp, and Sam was saying, man, I, I wish we could just like fast forward a month. Well, his fast forward, it's kind of like when, when you have certain things that you're trying to fast forward and, and you can't go to like the third or fourth fast forward. There's only one and it's going kind of slowly. It, that's the way the fast forward has been. But Sam Dickinson is a guy who's logged a lot of minutes in the preseason, has looked fantastic. We'll talk about some things to take away from the preseason in just a little bit. But the question Ending last week and then all through this week will be who is coming back from those NHL camps. So as of Saturday, you still had Isaiah George, Jackson Edward, Oliver Bonk, Denver Barkey, Easton Cowan, Jacob Julian, and Casper Haltonen away at camps. Max McHugh has now been returned to the London Knights by the New York Rangers. That happened on Sunday afternoon, right before the Rangers played a preseason game. They've made some moves early on as we record this on Monday morning, September the 25th. The Detroit Red Wings have made some moves to send some players either to the American Hockey League or to Europe or to their junior teams. Those are the only two NHL clubs who've done that just yet, but more will. So the question becomes, who is on their way back? Well, we had a chance to catch up with Max McHugh at night's practice as he returned to the London Knights set for his overage year in the OHL. Uh, it was exciting. I mean, obviously I went to two in San Jose and, um, you know, it was exciting to, you know, meet new players and, you know, new coaching staff and, um, you know, learn new things from them and what they had to, you know, teach me and um, obviously different facility and different city and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I had a really good two weeks and um, learned a lot. Sometimes there are rookie tournaments that take place that you get going in. Other times, well, you had a head-to-head with the Philadelphia Flyers with Oliver Bonk and Denver Parkey on the other side. Take us back to that. Yeah, that was obviously, you know, pretty fun. Um, I wasn't in the first game, so I got to watch them kind of from bird's eye view. And um, <clears throat> they both played really well. You know, obviously the game. Uh, is much faster and um, you know you got to make plays quicker but they fit in really well in the first game and then got in in the second game you know thought I played really well they were happy with how I played um, you know I got to go against Barks and the dot uh, a lot so that was kind of fun and um, yeah they're they happy with me so um, you know I was happy with myself as well. 50-50 split in those face-offs or was there an edge? It might have been, been 70-30 me. <laughs> you talk about learning 
what sorts of things are you looking to learn in a situation like that? I mean, I guess like just you know how to be a pro, like just to see, you know, I, you know I saw it a couple of years before, but you know, um, example Chris Kreider, you know he's on the ice an hour before practice working on, uh, you know, little things in front of the net. You know he doesn't score fifty in front of the net by just you know going out to practice. You know everyone thinks that's just how it is, but you know you see him there an hour before practice working on, you know, tipping and you know how to pick up pucks off the wall and stuff like that. So um, just uh, and then you know obviously. The habits, you know, eating better and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it was fun. Well, at the end of practice, there you were, tipping pucks. You know, everything was done. You're still out there. Yeah, exactly. You know, you learn and see what he's doing. And, you know, you try and, uh, you know, bring your intensity level up. And, you, you know, it really gives you a little wow factor. And, you know, they're already there. He's scoring 50 goals in the NHL. And, um, you know, he's still doing that. So, you know, you can as well. Finally, now you head into the regular season. It gets real. What do you want to do this year as a team? We want to win. You know, I think um, obviously last year we came up two games short. Um, so, you know, we got, we got the taste of, you know, being almost champions. And, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't satisfied with, with coming second. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to prove that this year. You know, we got, we got a really good team with a lot of guys coming back. And, um, you know, we're really excited to get going. Good luck. Thank you. Max McHugh, who attended training camp with the New York Rangers, now back with the London Knights and ready to go for 2023-2024. So will all of those players be back, Kyle? It sounds strange, but yes, sometimes it's possible. And again, you look at the benefits that the OHL teams have had. If you were to break down some of the top teams in the Western Hockey League and in the QMJHL, and they're usually top teams because they have NHL draft picks on their roster. A lot of them didn't fare very well or as well as they're expected to during that first weekend. The Knights have started a year before 1-8-1 and and then become one of the best teams in the OHL, and that's just because you've had a lot of players away. So the OHL season is technically starting a week later than it used to. It's a week earlier than last year but it gives a little bit more time for players to return from camp. Is it conceivable that the guys who are still there all make it back? Sure it is. But there is some buzz on Long Island, and we talked about this buzz going into training camp around Isaiah George. And there's been buzz, really, around a lot of London Knights. So congratulations to them. I mean, look at what the Toronto writers are saying about Easton Cowan, Philadelphia writing about Oliver Bonk and Denver Barkey. So there's, and the San Jose Sharks just can't stop featuring Casper Halton and on video in everything that they're doing. So, you know, there, there's a lot of positive talk about a lot of players, but Isaiah George has been featured in a few things, including a New York Post article. There's been, you know, there's been write-ups all over the place about Kyle, how he is doing. Now, it shouldn't be a surprise, but there's a, a big-time buzz around him, which makes you wonder, okay, how much of a look is he going to get in preseason? Well, yeah, and it, the the better they look in in those situations, the more of a runway that those teams are going to give them. I and mean, we we've seen it with players before, where I I think we saw Evan Bouchard the year after he got drafted, Mike, play a couple uh, regular season games too, before eventually being sent down back to London Knights for his final season here. And it all depends on where the fit is, what the team is trying to do as well to get a real look. San Jose from this year doesn't seem like they're going to have many aspirations of going to the Stanley Cup finals or even making the playoffs as they just got rid of Eric Carlson. They they moved off some players. They traded Timo Meyer at the deadline as well. So potentially giving 
Casper uh, Haltonen, a little bit of a, a runway and try out with the organization, maybe makes sense to see what he can do there. So he might be a guy that lingers on a little bit more. Maybe a player like Easton Cowan from Toronto's depth and what they have. Maybe he plays a couple preseason games and then gets sent back. But we just don't know. It depends on each team's timeline. But it, it is exciting to know how many London Knights players right now are currently at camps and making, they're turning a lot of heads. They are. And Knights general manager Mark Hunter is always great at this time of year where if you start asking him about players, he'll say, look, I never believe a player is back until he's standing here in our dressing room. That's when you know a player has returned to your team. When he's standing here, he's in the dressing room, and the team has made it clear that this is where he's going to play. So you can never speculate about this stuff and be right, it seems, because you can go back and say, would Patrick Kane and Sam Gagne have both made the NHL in their first year after being drafted? No, one of them would have to come back. No, both of them made it. Uh, how about a guy like Bo Horvat? What you know? But you know, a scout explained it to me one time, and it makes perfect sense. Where you get certain players and you put them on the ice, and coaches and managers at the NHL level are just looking to take the top players. They do not care how old they are. They're looking and saying, look, the guy out there is better than this guy and this guy and this guy. That puts him here on the depth chart, and that means he's in the lineup. And that's what Isaiah George is trying to do with Long Island. He's been playing with Ryan Pulak, who is a regular NHLer, and he didn't have a chance really to showcase what he could do last year because of an injury. This year, he is taking full advantage. Now, at the same time, you know, we're left looking at what reporters are doing. And I think we have to remember this. No matter what, you have to look and say, all right, reporters are looking for stories right now. And training camps have been underway for a few days. And I've been in this position before. Kyle, you've been in this position before covering the Vancouver Canucks. Whenever you're looking for stories, it's easy on the first day. It's a little harder, but still pretty easy on the second day. Give me the fourth or fifth day, and you've already had all of the stories that are going to naturally pop into your head in your head. So you start looking. Now, in this case, you're starting to look and say, all right, well, hey, Isaiah George who has junior eligibility, is playing with Ryan Pulak. Maybe there's something there. And you start asking coaches about that to see, you know, oh, and, and you know what? He's a great story in that last year he was injured. This year he's not. So it's really his first opportunity to showcase. So here is what has been said by the latest member of the coaching staff to be quizzed about Isaiah George. And, you know, the Islanders are going to make a comparison here, and there's a comparison that has certainly been made in the New York Post article that was put together by Ethan Sears, and the comparison is to Noah Dobson. And Noah Dobson was the first teenage defenseman to play for the Islanders since 1999, and he did it a couple of years ago. So there was a big gap, about 20 years, between those times happening, and it doesn't really happen all that often, but this is one of the latest quotes from one of the Islanders coaching staff. There's real value to him as a younger player to be able to communicate and talk with a veteran player. Uh, Ryan Pulak happens to be the guy right now. Really, there's huge value seeing how different guys play with different players, veterans and NHL players. He's done a really good job of that. 
And so he's expected to play a preseason game either Tuesday or Wednesday. There's a pretty good chance that he will play that according to what has been written by Ethan Sears. And we'll see how long he sticks because you still can play nine games in the NHL without your contract kicking in. So like you say, there have been other players in the past who have had that long look and then wind up coming back to junior. It's very rare that a 19-year-old is going to be there, especially because with a guy like Isaiah George, who is a big-time player in the Islanders' plans, you can pencil him in as a top-four defenseman in the NHL going forward for a long time. Kyle, you don't necessarily want to burn one of those years unless you absolutely have to, or unless that player has shown this is where I am in the depth chart. I am one of your top four defensemen, or I'm one of your top six defensemen, and you need to have me here. And that's what it'll boil down to. Yeah, that's exactly it. If a player is going to make an immediate impact, even if they play in a small amount of games, that's when the team makes the decision whether they want to burn the first year of their entry-level contract eligibility. Uh, we saw it last year with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Matthew Nyes, who finished uh, you know, NCAA hockey and immediately came over, played in the playoffs. That burned his first year, so now he's only got two years left of that. But you know, it's it all depends on the team and it depends on if they think that player can make an impact. And could Isaiah George make that kind of impact? Absolutely, he could. We've we've talked about him. We've watched him grow within the Knights organization. Now we're starting to see it in New York. They're starting to talk about it more and more as well. So it's very plausible that that could happen with him. There is a buzz around Isaiah George. So of all the players to watch right now, he certainly is a key one because of this buzz and the comparisons to how they worked Noah Dobson in the past. We'll keep tabs on that. There are a couple of guys who were in Knights uniforms very recently who are trying to find a way into the NHL on a completely full-time basis. Liam Foodie has kind of been up and down with Columbus. He's had some time in the National Hockey League. Antonio Strangis is doing the same with the Dallas Stars. And both ended up playing on the opening day of the preseason in the National Hockey League. Liam Foodie played with Columbus and another former London Knight and Adam Boquist. Boquist had an assist and took one of the shots in the shootouts. Columbus ended up losing in a shootout three to two. Yep. And then you look at Tony Ostranges. Dallas beat Arizona seven to nothing. Now, Arizona, I don't know how they have as many teams as they have. They split their team on Saturday and played some preseason games. They had another preseason game on Sunday, and they have a whole host of players who are already in Melbourne, Australia, where they played two preseason games back to back. So, if you were any kind of property of the Arizona Coyotes, chances are you played some hockey this past weekend. But Dallas beat up on parts of an Arizona roster, seven to nothing. Tony Ostranges, Kyle, with a goal and an assist. And that's the kind of thing that is going to turn heads because his job in the NHL would be score goals, create offense. And that's what he did in that preseason game. That's a big step for him. Oh, it's very big. You know, last year in Texas, he put up 12 points in 19 games. He then had some, yeah, he had a little bit of run in the ECHL as well. He played 12 games in Idaho. He had 12 points in 12 games. So slowly building yourself up. Everyone's journey 
is completely different. Some guys make the jump immediately and they find it. Other guys need a little bit more time. They need to go play pro maybe somewhere else and slowly build that confidence. Again, Antonio Strongis is 21 years of age. He has a lot of runway to go. He was a, a, a decently high pick by the Dallas Stars. They are going to invest in him. They're going to invest in his ability. We have seen his abilities on full highlight reel displays within the London Knights organization and with Dallas and Texas. So I think I still have full faith in him and in, in making his way up and getting some regular NHL time. And this is a good start for him. Yeah, I hope so. I hope he does get that look because he is somebody that his offense is just undeniable, special, special player when it comes to creating offense. So good luck to Tony Ostrangis. Good luck to Liam Foody. And there's a lot of other former Knights who we're going to be talking about, but those are two guys looking to either, you know, push up into the NHL this year or for Liam Foody, maybe even find a more full-time role in the National Hockey League this year. Kyle, before we close out, let's recap some of the performances in the preseason. And we can start with a guy who Tony Ostron just used to share a street with when they were kids. Juan Copeland lived on Tony Ostron's street. And I'm telling you, there are still parts of Juan Copeland's game that make you say, yeah, those guys, they they would do the same drills in, you know, whatever it was. Tyke, might, you know, they were, they were U7s and U8s in the U.S. at that point. But those two have some similarities. And Juan Copeland had a pair of assists in a pair of preseason games with Niagara and then came over to London. And he had a pair of assists in a pair of preseason games for the Knights, showed off that offensive ability that he has. I think the biggest stories coming out of the preseason may be the trio of Sam O'Reilly, Owen Wilmore, and Ruslan Gazazov. And, and here's why, Kyle. Gazazov led the Knights with five points in three games, but his work on the penalty kill was outstanding. And yeah. that's something that, you know, that, that really helps when, when Dale Hunter allows you to play time on the penalty kill and you play it well, you're blocking shots, you know, you're, you're winning battles on the boards, you're doing all of those things. It, it's just another feather in the cap and it helps to expand what you can do as a player. So Ruslan Gazazov, Owen Wilmore was excellent in goal. Here is somebody who is still trying to show I can play in the OHL. There have been smatterings of games. He came in two years ago when Brett Brochu was injured and played some games. He came up and played a couple of games last year, played two games in the OHL championship series in a, in a really tough spot where your team is trying to win a championship. And he ended up winning one of those games, played solidly. So Owen Wilmore's play was really good. And Sam O'Reilly, I think, is probably the guy who stole the show in preseason just for his overall play, his offensive ability, the way that he can use his body, even as a 17-year-old, plays physical. But those three right there, pretty impressive. Well, I just I want to go back to Owen Wilmore for a second. You said he looked really good. I remember when the Knights first drafted him. We've talked about this with with goaltenders in the OHL. When they are in, originally drafted, they don't necessarily look like OHL goaltenders, and that's just because there is a development process to these guys. But Owen Wilmore, in a very small sample size in the playoffs, including a couple of games in the OHL finals, in three games, had a 1.44 goals against average and a 9.58 eight save percentage. So just a couple of numbers to throw out there. I'm not saying those are going to be the numbers he replicates all year playing 50 games because, you know, Zach Bones a part of this team still, and they, they use a second round pick on Medvedev last year in the, uh, the OHL priority selection. But 
I think the Knights have a couple of guys they could look for that they could feel confident putting in nets to give them a chance to win. And that's what you want. You want depth everywhere if you've got a competitive team. And that doesn't really, you know, doesn't really go away from the goal crease. That's a place you want to have depth as well. So Owen Wilmore, really solid in preseason. And then Ryder Bolton is going to be a fan favorite. 14 penalty minutes in all the hits, scored a goal. Uh, Sam Dickinson and Henry Brustevich are guys to watch for, just 16 and 17 years of age. Dickinson probably led the Knights in minutes played. Brustevich showed off that shot that he has and, and also solid in the defensive zone. And the Knights, we talked about this on one of the broadcasts for the games this past week, and that was the fact that you look at the Knights' depth chart on defense and oh. coming into training camp, you had the probability that at the end of this year, you're going to see a lot of graduates. Ethan McKinnon is in his overage year, so you wouldn't see Ethan McKinnon back next year. You're not going to see Isaiah George or Jackson Edward back next year. Sam Dickinson is going to be a top five pick likely in the NHL entry draft. Could he make the jump next year? And you're thinking, wow, you know, like who are the defensemen who are still going to be around? You've got Alec Leonard, you've got Oliver Bonk who could come back, but again, he'll be a 19-year-old getting a look from the Philadelphia Fly Flyers, you know, um, um, and now in that short span of time, now we've got Henry Brustevich, who is a household name among Knights fans. You have Jared Woolley, who performed very well in the preseason. P.J. Fagan played very well in the preseason. He's someone who has offense to him. He has an edge to him. He is incredibly strong for a 16-year-old. And then Noah Jenkin came up and played a game and looked very good and what was his night's preseason debut. And then you still have Daniil Ustinkov. And all of a sudden, what was, uh-oh, uh, what kind of depth are the Knights going to have on defense? Uh, now, now it looks like another deep defense core next year. And then if you were to get Sam Dickinson and Oliver Bonk back, wow, it, you've got a great defense core. Holy, yeah, they are just, it's, the Hunters are always looking ahead. Just when you think you take a second and relax and admire your roster for a bit, the Hunters are behind the scenes just continuously adding and looking ahead while still being present in the now. There could be a D, the top four, top six decor, Mike, of, you've got Sam Dickinson and potentially Oliver Bonk. Then an Isaiah George with a Henry Bustevich, followed by an, an Ethan McKinnon or a Jackson Edward with an Alec Leonard. And that's not even to mention some of the other guys who have been drafted who have come up and have played games so far in the preseason for the Knights. We thought the Knights had a good back end last year. This could be, this could rival, if not be better than last year's. You know what? It really could. And then looking forward, you still have that growth of these guys and you try and project them forward and you think, wow, like, gosh, wow. So what looked to be a question mark, I think we've got some answers and we've got them in a hurry. Now the question mark continues. Who will be back for the home opener and the season opener on September 29th against the Niagara Ice Dogs? The Knights still have seven players away at training camp, and then we'll continue to monitor the injury situations of Will Nickel and Landon Sim because they certainly are a part of the equation this year. So all kinds of players to follow. We'll see who works into preseason games and how that goes for them because it sure is a thrill to pull on an NHL uniform and look around the room at NHL players 
who you were watching on TV just a year ago and think, yeah, this is my team tonight. This that we're on the same team and out you go. And across the ice is another NHL team. There will be some London Knights who have that experience this week. And good luck to them. And those include guys that we've mentioned already, whether it is an Easton Cowan, Denver Barkey, Oliver Bonk, Jacob Julian with the Winnipeg Jets as well. It is, uh, it's pretty surreal. We heard it from Easton Cowan talk about being in the same locker room, gearing up for training camp with Mitch Marner, a guy he watched as a quote kid, Mitch Marner now has been a leaf for some time now. So it's funny to think that going back just a few years, yeah, Easton Cowan would have been 10, 11, 12 years old watching Mitch Marner. And now they're getting ready in the same room together. There is that picture that went around on the internet of Easton Cowan banging on the glass at a leaf game. And as far as we can tell, that's Easton Cowan. It's not just somebody in a Cowan jersey. And that's him being the fan. And now he's the player. So all the best to all of those guys, and we'll monitor Casper Haltonen and Jackson Edwards yep. and see how they do as well. Should be fun. It really is. So it'll be a blast. We'll have a lot more information leading up to the final episode before the Knights get going for the regular season for the 2023-2024 campaign. Follow along with any other episodes that you may have missed over the course of the summer and in preseason training camp, whatever. Just follow the night shift wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Mike does a great job at getting stories up there on his socials. If you want to give him a follow on Twitter, at Stubbs980 with two Bs. I'll repost a whole bunch of stuff on mine as well, at Kyle Grimard. And Mike, one more episode to go before the night's kick it off. That's right. And we will have the Central Division preview on that episode, along with everything you need going into the Knights and the Ice Dogs. We'll spend a little bit more time on the Knights-Ice Dogs matchup because that accounts for the first two games of the season. If you want to check out any of our other division previews, the East, the Midwest, or the West, they are all up there on our, what would it be? They are all available in past episodes, so have a look at those. Kyle, have a great week. We'll talk soon. Yep, you too, Mike. Enjoy. Enjoy.